Welcome back to the second hour of the Pet Show. I'm Warren Eckstein. The phone number for your questions, 877-725-8255. Uh, I'm going to be doing an interview right now, speaking to Katie Shannon. When we come back, we got uh, Blake in Missouri, Pat in Delaware, Diana calling from Maui uh, with a psychotic dog, and Ernie from Tennessee. Uh, but right now, let me hook up with my friend, my new friend, Katie Shannon, Director of Marketing, Maui Humane Society. Hey, Katie, welcome back to the Pet Show. Hi, thank you so much. I know we spoke earlier. I know we don't have a whole lot of time because you got a bunch of interviews and I want you to get on every media you can to raise as much money as you can. But quickly, can you tell my listeners all over the country and Canada uh, exactly what's going on there with the uh, dog and cat situation, what your needs are, what you're running against, all of those situations taking place and the devastation of of dealing with the people that have had the loss of their dog or cat and, and those people that don't even know if their pets are still alive? That's exactly right. The devastation here on Maui is unlike anything we've seen before. It's unprecedented. unprecedented, And, you know, the tragedy is really unfolding before our eyes. The roads have been closed to Lahaina, which has limited our access of getting in and out with either supplies, being able to rescue animals. But we know that there are there's going to be an inundation of animals once we are able to actually get our boots on the ground. At this point, we are trying to provide all of the displaced people uh, the, the shelters that are holding displaced people, we're trying to provide them all the emergency kits that we can for with animal food, whether it's dog, cat, leashes, um, you know, anything that any animal will need right now throughout the island. The tricky thing is that the fires are still burning, and I think that's something that people need to understand. We're not in a, a time to be reflecting on how we can make this, you know, a better place. We are still in the midst of of tragedy and you know the limited cell phone service on the west side has made it really really difficult to understand and assess what's going on and so what we are asking people to do the best way to help right now is to donate monetarily due to the fact that we still don't know what is ahead of us we know that there are reports of cats congregating uh, over on the west side some with collars on which means we know that they have owners we know that there are reports of dogs running with severe burns, um, and unfortunately, we know that there are reports of dead animals. What we need the community to do is to file lost reports if they've had animals in, you know, if they had animals that are currently lost or missing, so that when those animals come to Maui Humane Society, we can reunite them as soon as possible. You know, Katie, something that's important that you said is, is a lot of people, whether you watch the news or, or whatever, it, it seems like they're in that, 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 that mode now. And people don't realize that the fires are still going on. You're still in that emergency mode at this point. Uh, and therefore, it's, it's something like we had talked earlier, but it's, it's not just a matter of your needs at this moment. It's that this is going to take, this is not an overnight resolution. This is going to take months and months and months and months and months and months. So that's why the monetary donations are so important to make sure that you have the funding to, to, to go for the amount of time it's going to take to resolve a lot of these issues. That's exactly right. You know, initially we did ask people for supplies, to send supplies, and we realized that, you know, that's what we need right now. And with the monetary donations, we're able to purchase what needs to be provided right now the donations of course on island have been so helpful but we do have limited resources we have a small post office we don't want to create any bottlenecks the the donations monetary donations are going to allow us to really attend to what is going to be happening over the next few months 
provide the medical care that these animals are going to need, uh, allow us to pay our staff overtime in order to attend to these animals, and also to provide the supplies that the community is going to need. You know, there are so many people who have lost absolutely everything. The only thing they have is the shirt on their back. And we know that they are going to need assistance to help keep their animals with them because that is the most important thing, keeping animals with their owners. So now, you know, and a lot of people are playing a Monday a Monday night quarterback or whatever it is, whatever they call it. The bottom line is this, that right now it's not the time to figure out the whys. It's, it's, it's you're in an emergency mode. What can we do to help? And then later on we can discuss other things that might be able to be done in the future. But you're absolutely right. This is going to take, you know, having been involved with Animal Rescue for as many years as I've been, and thank my friends at KOI for, for letting me do this. The bottom line is that this is going to take a long amount of time. It's not just a matter of getting dog food or leashes and collars, you guys need money, and that money's got to come. And, you know, it's interesting because we talked on my Los Angeles show, Katie, and I've already got some response from my L.A. listeners that have made donations. So I want my listeners all across the United States and Canada, even my listeners in Guam, you should know better than anyone, if you can please make sure you help out the Humane Society with monetary uh, donations at this point. That's what they need for now and in the future. So, uh, uh, Katie, if, if people wanted to to follow you a little bit more or follow the Humane Society and make a donation, which they should, how can they go about doing it? Please visit MauiHumaneSociety.org to make a donation. It's right there on the homepage. We, of course, are on social media, on Facebook and Instagram. We'll be posting stories throughout the day uh, as more information comes in. Uh, as animals come through, we are just trying to reunite animals as quickly as possible, letting anim- people know that their animals are alive uh, and with us. Um, you know, there there are glimmers of hope through this, too. We have been able to reunite quite a few pets that have come through already, and we just hope that that is ultimately, you know, that's what we hope to do most. Um but for people on the mainland, the donations really are are the best way to help out right now and to stay with us, spread the word, uh, but also just give us a bit of time to really understand how we can respond here on the ground, and we'll keep you updated as much as possible. Yeah, it's just everyone wants, you know, everyone's always looking for the, the, the quick answer. And in this devastating situation, which was was so rapid and, and just happened the way it happened, is is that... The financial aspect of it is it's going to be going on for a long period. And let's face it, Hawaii's an island. Maui's an island. And so you don't have the same resources financially that we would have across the entire United States. So my listeners, whether it be $20, $5, $10, a million, whatever it is, by donating to Maui Humane Society, they can rest assured that that, that money is going directly to help the animals and their guardians in need during this catastrophe. Absolutely. And, you know, we are trying our best to uh, send animals to the mainland in any way that we can. But, you know, a lot of people are asking, can we foster on the mainland? Can we can we, you know, just take an animal for a little bit? The reason why we are asking people either just to adopt or to put us in contact with rescues, shelters, organizations that have done this before um, and have organized, um, you know, mass flights so that we can get as many animals out that are healthy, ready to be adopted. Um, And we really do appreciate everyone reaching out in so many different ways, but we are trying to assess the situation as it is unfolding in front of our eyes. 
And Katie, you'll keep me posted. We'll stay in touch. You'll keep me posted because I do work with a lot of organizations uh, that might be able to really be helpful in terms of finding these dogs and these cats' homes on the mainland if uh, if uh, they can't go back to their homes in Maui. And I know you got a million things to do, so I'm going to let you run. But again, give me the information if people want to donate, which they should be doing financially to the Maui Humane Society to help all of the people and their animals on the island. MauiHumaneSociety.org. We have a donate button right there on the homepage. If people would prefer to donate uh, via Facebook, we do have a Facebook fundraiser going on right now. Uh, so either either one of those is completely acceptable. So, Katie, I want to first of all, I want to thank you. I know you're crazy. I want to thank you for the time today talking to me on both my L.A. show and this show as well. Uh, you'll keep me posted and you and Denise will stay in touch. And and if there's something more that we can do, uh, I will be more than glad to help in any way I can. Maui's close to my heart. As I said, I've been on KAY now for it's got to be 20 years, maybe even more. Who knows? John's a good friend and I just love <laughs> them both. So uh, anything we can do to help you guys out in the future, you will let me know. We have a lot of listeners in Maui. I'm sure they're doing whatever they can do, but it's more important important right now for my mainland listeners to financially support the Maui uh, Humane Society. This is what they need at this point because this is going to be a marathon. I appreciate that call and thank you so much uh, and anything I can do to help uh, Katie just keep me posted. Thank you so much. Aloha. Aloha. Devastating, just absolutely devastating what's going on there. And thank Katie for coming on the air with me. You know, I'm in touch with a lot. I have friends in Maui, people I know in Maui. Obviously, I'm on KUI in Maui. Um, Unbelievable. And she's absolutely right. A lot of people are, are on with an armchair quarterback, whatever you call it. In other words, I don't know. I'm not a big football fan. But the bottom line is this. Now is not the time to say what we could have done, what we should have done. Now is the time that we have to save as many people and animals as we can. We can go back at a future date and look at it. But right now, from a dollar and cents point, if I know people say, well, can I send? No, this is Hawaii. They need your dollars because this isn't going to be a week response, a two-week response, a three-month response. This is going to take an entire long, long time to resolve. So your dollars and cents. And you know if it's going to Maui Humane Society, it's going to help the animals. So check out MauiHumaneSociety.org, MauiHumaneSociety.org. If you go to my website or my Facebook page, Facebook.com slash Warren, Facebook.com, I don't even know it, Facebook.com slash Warren Pet Talk, Facebook.com slash Warren Pet Talk. There are some links there as well. And uh, really, uh, my prayers are for the people in, 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 in Maui and the animals. There are stories that are devastating. They'll keep coming out. But your dollars and, and your cents will make all the difference in the world in hopefully uniting animals. And if you're involved with a rescue or humane organization that has experience with bringing dogs over from somewhere else, please let me know that as well. We'd like to work with you also. Uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll get back to your phone calls. The phone number 877-725-8255. A quick break, then right back to all your calls. You know, my Hugs and Kisses Vitamin Mineral Supplement Treats have been helping animals for over 35 years. That's what you think. But a few years ago, we made an entire change. I realized that even as good as Hugs and Kisses are, we can make them better, and I did. My Hugs and Kisses Vitamin Mineral Supplement Treats now contain both probiotics and prebiotics. Why is that so important? No matter where you go, no matter who you talk to, the importance of a healthy gut is critical for overall health. And using a combination of probiotics fed by the prebiotic can make all the difference in the world. Excessive shedding gone, dry skin gone, 
Hairball is just about a thing of the past. I also added, not only that, I added glucosamine and chondroitin in the perfect relation. So what happens now is your dog or cat's hips and joints will be as healthy as they possibly can. Here's the bottom line. My name, my reputation is on every single jar of hugs and kisses. There's no soy, no wheat, and no corn. I want you to check out my hugs and kisses vitamin mineral supplements. By the way, now an Amazon choice. So check out hugs and kisses at Amazon.com. They're also available at Walmart.com. Or if you prefer, you can go directly to my website, thepetshow.com. Don't forget that T-H-E. And when you go there, besides ordering hugs and kisses, lots of free information. Hugs and Kisses, again, available at Walmart, Amazon, ThePetShow.com, or call my office directly at 1-800-430-HUGS, 1-800-430-HUGS. I'm Warren Eckstein. This is The Pet Show. And we are back on The Pet Show. hope you guys respond and help out that Maui Humane Society. They can really use your help. Uh, let's, uh, let me take you guys. Let me, uh, let me, speaking of Maui, let me go to Diana first. She called last week and I, I didn't have time. Hey, Diana, how can I help you today? Hi, I'm calling because I have seven dogs and a couple of them came from Maui Humane, but I have seven dogs and my husband used to walk them, um, by himself. They would, he could line them up, put collars and leashes on them and line them up and walk them all together. I pick up a collar, a leash, anything, and they are absolutely psychotic. They're screaming. They're like they're they're so off the wall that I, I can't even get them out the house, get them out the door. But now, with your husband, they're fine. Oh, absolutely. They line so then, right up. So, Diana. So, Diana. Let me ask you. Let me ask you a question. If the dogs are fine with your husband, who's the problem? The dogs or you? <laughs> well, I, I could have told you that. Um, but I don't know what to change. To I try to be calm with them. It's not. A, no, it's not a matter them. of being. It's not a matter. It's the relationship you have with the dogs. Okay. Some people, just like some kids, they're really great when their father's around, but they're not so great when mom's around, or vice versa. What you need to do is your husband does this. What you need to do is do it with your husband there. While your husband's right next to you, work this out together. Then you can take them out together. And if you do that, little by little, you can start removing your husband and you should be able to take them out yourself. But right now, they respond to your husband's uh, uh, behavior. Follow that. Be with him when he takes them out. And little by little, you can gradually make the decision where you can start taking them out by yourself. Never easy with seven dogs, I got to tell you, but that's the way to approach it. But the problem is my husband went to Alaska. So he's not even around. That was a side. He'll be home every three. How often? He'll come home every three to four months. But nice. he, he... It's going gonna, it's gonna to make it real tough. Have you tried working with a trainer or a behaviorist there or a friend of yours that you can walk the dogs? You know, walking seven dogs is insanity with one person anyway. Do you have a friend or somebody that can walk the dogs with you, at least get them to the point where you can walk them with two people at this point? We tried that. and they, No, 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 no. They, Listen to me. There's they, no such thing as trying. No such thing. There's only progress in small steps you may try it once you may try it twice maybe the 10th time is the time they got it that's what you, there's nothing special i wish i could i wish i was a genius but there's nothing special i can tell you that it takes seven dogs that responded well to your husband that aren't responding to you there's not a tip that i can give you to say all right this is what you do and now all seven dogs are going to respond to you diana 
Okay, your husband went to Alaska. God bless him. I hope he's got the greatest job in the world. But the bottom line is you need to work this out. Maybe you need to work it out with one or two dogs at a time. Maybe you need to have someone come over every day and work with you on this. But this is a problem that can easily be resolved with consistency. We know that the dogs know how to respond to your husband. So if I can get your respect from the dogs to you or the, the ability of the dogs to, to uh, I'm not looking for a word respect, to, to respond to you the same way as to respond to your husband, this is not a dog problem. I'm a dog person. I'm not a psychologist. Uh, this is a, I'm a dog behaviorist, a dog psychologist. So I can get the dogs to behave. Seven dogs, until we change your behavior, as hard as you're trying, is not going to make the difference. So what you need to do is perhaps, as I said, try it with a couple of dogs at a time. Work with some friends. I think that's going to make all the difference in the world for you. Don't expect miracles. That's not going to happen overnight. And bless you for taking in these dogs from Maui Humane and having seven, seven dogs to begin with. I love you for that, Diana. But I wish I had a quick answer. There's no such thing as a quick answer when you're dealing with seven dogs that are not responding the same way to one person as they are to the other. It's not a matter of me changing the dog's reaction. It's me changing your reaction, and that's where the work has to come. And so that's what I want you to do uh, at this point. Uh, I'm going to put you on hold, Diana. I'm going to send you a, a copy of How to Get Your Dogs to Do What You Want. I wish I had a better answer for you. See, but... Your husband went away to Alaska. This was a problem that's been going on. Seven dogs. I'm assuming the problem's been going on for a long period of time. And now it's a major problem to you. You should have made sure that you had this under control before your husband left. I'm not criticizing you. Just educating. 877-725-8255. The phone number. Quick break. When we come back, we got Blake. We got Pat. We got uh, Ernie. We got William in Oklahoma. We'll get to all your calls right after this. I'm Warren Eckstein. This is The Pet Show. No more monkeys jumping on the bed. 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 That is what the doctor said. Well, three monkeys were playing on the bed. One fell off and bumped his head. Mommy called the doctor and the doctor said, No more monkeys. How come my what I'd like to know. Hey, we are back on the Pet Show. Uh, thank you guys for, for listening to that interview I did about uh, Maui Humane. I hope you uh, dig in and help them out, MauiHumaneSociety.org. Uh, but right now, let me get back to the busy phone lines. We are jam-packed. I'll get as many calls as I can. Just remember, there's a lot of free info at my uh, YouTube channel. So subscribe. It's free. YouTube.com slash Warren Eckstein. But right now, it's Blake in the great state of Missouri. Hey, Blake, welcome to the show. Hi, how are you today? I am doing fine. How about yourself? Great. Um, I've got a question about, uh, I've got a five-year-old yellow lab male. Um, I've actually got a couple questions. Um, in the uh, late spring and summer, he has terrible trouble with itching, scratching, licking, so much so that uh, it will create spots on his paws, his hindquarters, and, uh, and that goes on for you know two or three weeks until he finally comes out of it, it seems like. Um, just didn't know that's, if there was something out there. Yeah, that we well, that sounds, that sounds to me like it's kind of a seasonal allergy then, correct? Yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah, there uh, are things there are things, there are things you can do. Uh, uh, there's a, a product on the market. Uh, actually, it's, it's, it's relatively new on the market. It's, I'm trying to just dig it out for you, and I'll, I'll dig it out, I promise. But there's a, a product on the market made by a company called NatureVet. And it's for allergy relief, and it, it, it helps with the histamine. So that might be beneficial as, as a product you may want to try. But in terms of yeah. the allergy themselves, um, if it were year-round, it would be one thing. But the fact that it's only occurring a few months out of the year, what seems to be blooming most at that time of year? 
Oh gosh, uh, here in Missouri, we you know at, at that time of the year, it's it's usually late May, and we have everything going on. So there's I mean, there's ragweed, there's a abundance of trees that bloom, flowers. So there's a lot of stuff in the air, a lot of pollen in the air. Um, yeah. So I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this in terms. I'll, I'll answer your your humping question. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> But in terms of, of what I'm going to send you right off the bat, I'm going to send you a product made by a company I really endorse. It's called uh, NatureVet. They have a product out there. It's called Scoopables Allergy. This is something new from my screen or two. We don't usually give these away. Scoopables Allergy uh, Aid. Scoopables Allergy Aid. And what that does, it, it's a relatively brand new, but what it really makes is that it helps maintain normal histamine levels. So it might, you know, with allergies, it's hit and miss, but it may be exactly what you need. So we're going to send you some Scoopables Allergy Aid from my friends at NatureVet. Now let's get to your humping question. Fantastic. Okay, the humping question. Um, so when we go to a dog park, uh, and we go occasionally. He's fine, you know. If there's no other dogs there, but if another dog is introduced to the park, um, he'll immediately go over to the dog, and and he wants to play, of course. And there's the normal posturing and that type of thing. But eventually, he will try to hump this dog, and you know, until it's uh, it's so bad that eventually we'll have to leave the park. Um, and and what do you? Why, why do you think? Why do you think he's doing that? Why do you think he's doing that? I, I have I don't know for sure. Uh, well, okay, just so you know. know, just so you know, the response, the answer is not cold showers and Play Dog magazine. Okay, <laughs> the right. humping okay. he's doing is not sexual. The humping he's doing is dominant behavior. So I'm assuming okay. he's neutered. Is he neutered? He is not. He is ah. not neutered. Um, we why uh, why, we why, were, why why why? Well, when we originally got him, we were kind of maybe hoping to. Uh, to have a little one out of him. Um, now we haven't done that yet, but we know somebody, someone else, a friend of ours, that has a, a female, and uh, we were thinking about trying to have. Well, a, before you before you do that, before you do that, let me get let me get tough with you. You mind if I get tough with you, Blake? No, you go right ahead. Before we do that, what I want you to do is I want you to go to the local Humane Society, local rescue where you live, and I want you to see all the dogs that are going to be killed there because people wanted to breed their dogs and then decided. And all these dogs are on death row. And I'm talking about 25% of all dogs at shelters are purebred dogs, including Labradors. So breeding is, is absolutely, unless you're a professional breeder, I'm not an abolitionist. If you're a professional breeder, and, and you, that's a whole different ballgame, but breeding just because your friend has a female and you have a male, not the way to go. I can tell right off the bat how much you love your dog. If you love your dog, you want it to be as healthy as he possibly can. Now, why do people neuter their dogs? We assume that's just because of overpopulation. If that was the reason, that would be enough. But let me give you an example. An unneutered male dog has a much higher percentage of prostate cancer, a much higher percentage of testicular cancer, and other types of cancers as well. Moving aside the behavioral issues. So the bottom line is, by neutering the dog is really the right thing to do. I think what's happening right now, as I said, I just assumed, stupid me, I just assumed that he was neutered, but the fact that he's not, it could be the sexual behavior that's driving him. But I think it's a combination of sexual behavior and also being dominant at this point. If I were you, the first thing I would do is young dog, is have him neutered, and then what I would recommend that you do is if you have some friends at the dog park, before you bring them back there, go for some walks just with another dog, two dogs, maybe three dogs, just go for a little walk if you can, and then reintroduce him to the dog park. If he starts humping, his leash and harness comes out, give him some basic training, let him off again until he realizes that behavior is not acceptable. He might not have the ability to control himself at this point because he still is not neutered. 
that help you out a bit there, Blake? I didn't mean to get tough with you, but I'm just telling you that so many people, especially men, for some reason, men will spay any dog that walks, but they're not going to neuter. I'm not taking the testicles off my dog. It's not like we're neutering ourselves, okay? Um, so the bottom line is it's the right, having been doing this for as long as I've been doing it, and having worked with as many dogs on every continent as I've worked with, unless you're a professional breeder, neutering is much healthier and much better for the dog. And that's probably going to resolve that issue. Now, in terms of the allergies, I'll send you that, that allergy, uh, the allergy uh, that I recommended from uh, Scoopables from my friends at NatureVet. But in terms okay. of the humping, in terms of the humping, you know, you might even want to, listen, if you don't want to just take my advice, which you should, by the way, I know what I'm talking about. I've been doing this for a while. But, Blake, you <laughs> might want to have a conversation with your veterinarian as well. And any veterinarian probably is, I don't know, maybe there's one or two out there, but most veterinarians are going to recommend for the health of your dog to have them neutered. Well, I didn't know since he's five now if it was if it was kind of too late to do that or you know if I should. No, no, no. Five, right. no, five, five years old is fine. When was the last time you had his teeth cleaned? Um, it's been it's been just a little while. We were at the vet maybe six. Oh no, ago. I just I know the reason, the reason I brought that out is because I say when you have him neutered, you can have both sides taken care of at the same time <laughs> when he's under the anesthesia. But I, I your vet, I'm, I'm surprised your vet hasn't had more of a conversation with you about the the neutering because it's such an important factor, especially if you're not a professional breeder. And again, I don't mean to say this, but it's so true for those people that want to breed their dogs. Spend a day with me. Find out how many thousands of dogs monthly are killed just because there are not enough homes for them and then see if you still want to breed your dog anyway blake don't go anywhere. i'm going to put you on hold i'm going to send you the nature vets uh scoopables for allergies uh that'll be on its way too it's gonna take a little bit to get there but i promise it will uh the phone number here 877-725-8255 it's interesting that i've had two calls today from listeners that hadn't neutered their dogs i thought most people now that weren't professional breeders had most of their dogs spayed and neutered uh, but it's uh and, and I love Blake. He seems like he loves his dog so much. But just because you have a male dog and someone has a female, my father was the same way. When I was growing up, we had a German Shepherd that my father bought at Macy's. Literally, Macy's sold puppies at that time. And we had a female dog named uh, named uh, Smokey. And the guy at the gas station a few blocks away on Long Island, where I grew up, although you'd never know by my accent, I had a male German Shepherd. And I remember my father taking him over there and trying to breed, breed, breed. Thank God my German Shepherd was a bit of a prude and <laughs> wouldn't breed with the male. But the bottom line is we didn't know better then, but we know better now, overpopulation health spay and neuter it's the way to go 877-725-8255 listen lucy pet food it is so important to understand the food you feed your pet i know you watch commercials i know you go to the pet store i know you go online listen i've been to the plant i've been to all of their plants and i want to tell you that when i recently went to lucy pet food and their plant located not too far away from where i live in fact i did a, a broadcast from there i was totally amazed they have just set up a brand new million and a half dollar laboratory testing every single ingredient as it comes in and every product goes out no one else is doing that and Lucy Pet Food, by the way, I've been feeding it to my guys, Molly and Willie, since the day I rescued them from a high-kill shelter. And people like you have been recommending, once they start on Lucy Pet Food, they are incredibly happy. In fact, here's a listener. Listen to what they said. Feeding Lucy Pet Food. Yeah. And I ran out. And I fed Brand X. I put it in the bowl. Dog comes over, takes one sniff, a couple sniffs. Looks at me like I'm Benedict Arnold. Well, there you go. See, and that's why she, see, that's why she's barking. You ran out of Lucy Pet Food. That's why there she's barking. There you go. There you go. <laughs> so the moral of the story is don't be a Benedict Arnold. Give your dog Lucy Pet Food. And here's the deal. Go to their website. 
LucyPetProducts.com. You'll understand when I say go to their website. If you spend just $35 on, on Lucy dog food, Lucy cat food, wet or dry, kitty lickies, their treats, their dog food rolls, spend just $35 at their website and shipping is free. So log on today at LucyPetProducts.com. That's LucyPetProducts.com. I'm Warren Eckstein. This is The Pet Show. If I could talk to the animals... That's all I talk to the animals. I don't talk to people anymore. Hey, we are back on the pet show. Let me get right back to the busy phone lines here. Uh, let's go to uh, let's go to Delaware. Let's go to uh, Pat. Hey, Pat. Welcome to the pet show. Hey, Doctor Ah, uh, you can call me Wa- Pat. It's just me and you. Call me Warren, Pat. It's just me and you. Okay. <laughs> I need to know what to do about two cats. I am not a cat person. I am an animal lover. But I'm a dog person, true and true. We, however, have lost our Gracie, our 15-year-old pug. She loved that that food. Oh, I lost her three months after I lost my mom. And three months before I lost my best friend, I thought I was never going to recover. However, we are senior citizens. We are 76 and 80. And my husband, I I don't want to swear, but he has a hormone that attracts any kind of animal. He can just be walking down the street, and all of a sudden, animals come out. <laughs> and out of the woods in our backyard came these two kittens. The first one was six weeks old, nothing but bones, a little gray kitten. Walked right up to him and as he was pulling weeds. And my husband, old school, gets bread and milk, puts it in a pie pan, takes it out. They lapped it up and ran back in the woods. So we prayed the mother was in there somehow. Next day, the same thing. Third day, a black cat came out. That assumed was about three months old. Not both females. It wasn't related to the gray as far as uh, being a mother cat or anything. And uh, oh, it breaks my heart to tell the story because it was so sad. And uh, little Gracie, she was not in good shape with bare heart and lungs and blind. But uh, it's hard to let go after 15 years. And uh, they came up on our porch, and I, he said, oh, look. And I said, please don't get them near the dog, her bulging eyes. I don't want them to hurt her. Those kittens went up to the porch. She was in her dog bed, and they started grooming her. Oh, gosh. So let me, I, don't, I, don't, I, I want to make sure I get to So in other words, you had to say goodbye to your beautiful pug. It's up in the yes. Rainbow Bridge. And now I, I, I'm getting the, the, the feeling that you adopted these two cats. Well, it's been four years, so I think they've adopted us. <laughs> I think so. So I don't want to run out. I don't want to run out of time. So what's the problem? I hear tearing up the doorways. Where, what doorways are you talking about? Okay, let me just tell you. We had, first thing we did was had them neutered and had them taken to a facility that did shots and everything for okay, them. So we kept up every year. And um, the gray one turned out to be the biggest cat, the kitten. And she is so long, and she's also a hunter. She'll find anything in the house. If a mouse gets in, it doesn't have a chance. Pat, I don't want to run out of time. So what, what about, the, tell me about the doorways. She goes to the front door, especially, and she wants it open. And when we open it to the other door, she will scratch the weather stripping to get out. And she just, and we'll pick her up. We'll take her out holding her. No, she wants to go. And somebody told me they came from the woods. It's born in them. They're wild. She wants to be out. 
Now, not, necess- not necessarily the case. Now, listen, listen to me. Here's number one what you do. Okay. So I want you to go okay. to like a Home Depot, go to a Lowe's. I want you to buy some carpet. The stuff they put on top of carpets when it rains, you know, to make the carpets not get wet. They're nubby on the bottom. You know what I'm talking about? Runners, carpet runners. They're plastic. There's oh. nubs on the bottom. Oh, yes, plastic, yes. Buy a couple of feet of those. Put that by the door. The cats are not going to want to go there and scratch by that door because they don't want to walk on the nubs. That's number one. Number two is they are outdoor cats, so it's real critical to keep the indoors outdoor interesting. You want to make as many changes in your home as you can, cardboard boxes and paper bags. I'm definitely going to oh, run God, out of Oh, God, yes. Time. So let it me, looks let me more do like this. a cat house than a human house, but uh, yes, yeah, I understand, uh, a, a, legal, a legal cat. Pat, I'm going to run out of time. I know these cats are yours. Follow my advice on the Dory. I'm going to put you on hold. I want to send you a copy of my best-selling cat book. Uh, give me a call back next week. I'll go further with you, I promise. But right now, uh, in terms of the cat scratching at the door, make sure the inside is very interesting, and that will help prevent a lot of that. But at the same time, one of those carpet runners might be all you need. A quick break, then right back to your phone calls, Eight seven seven. 725-8255, the phone number. Whew, I'm out of breath today, guys. You're making me work today. I'm not used to it. Anyway, listen to me carefully because here's an organization that I also want you to help. They need you, and they do amazing work. Listen, if you knew, if you were really positive that every dollar you donated could actually change the destiny of dogs and cats that were just thrown out in the wild, deserted in the wild, isn't that a legacy you'd really want to leave behind? For over 43 years, Leo Grillo and Delta Rescue could never be able to do the incredible work they do without you. That's right, you, my listeners, and your support. From saving lives to providing lifetime medical care for over 1,500 dogs and cats, Delta is the group that deserves your dollars. That's why I decided to make a bequest for Delta's rescued animals in my own estate planning. A bequest to Delta Rescue will make your legacy work for the animals right now, avoid fundraising costs, and provide tax benefits. Delta Rescue, by the way, is a top-ranked charity by GuideStar.com, and they prove every day that your donation dollars are doing what they should be doing, going to the animals. Even if you're not ready to make long-range plans, every donation is a chance to keep more than 1,500, you hear me? 1,500 dogs, cats, and horses, not just happy, not just safe, but actually loved for the first time in their lives. Here's what I want you to do. Go to their website, DeltaRescue.org. That's DeltaRescue.org. Read the stories, then ask for details on how you can include Delta's rescued animals in your estate planning or to make a donation. Log on to DeltaRescue.org or text them directly to dogs at 801-801. That's dogs to 801-801. I'm Warren Eckstein. This is The Pet Show. We are out of time for this week. Check out the website, thepetshow.com or youtube.com slash thepetshow. Thank you, guys. Support the Maui Humane Society. Check out MauiHumaneSociety.org. Make a donation. Help out the people in Maui. They can really use your help at this point. Until next week, give all your pets a big hug and a kiss for you. One between the ears for me. I'm Warren Eckstein, and thank you for listening to The Pet Show.